Thanks for joining us for Faith in Four Letter Words, where we take a look at surviving the boys' club, perfect poly motherhood, and coronavirus, all while living in a glass fishbowl. I don't know what day it is, but I do know I'm Amanda Goodman. And I'm Tara Thomas, and our names are about all we can retain this far into quarantine. We hope you and your family are staying safe and healthy. What a difference a few weeks have made, and we've talked about this before, that launching this podcast it was unique in that now we have the technical ability to share our voice from, you know, different environments. And we were at once together, we were in a really bell and whistle covered lab at Hawkeye or studio at Hawkeye Community College. Then we moved to the technology laden pixel labs in Cedar Falls. And now we are at three different locations engineered still by pixel labs, but all social distancing in quarantine. Yeah, this is actually fantastic because I'm glad we, you and I can still connect. I miss your face. I have to tell you, and I'm very thankful to, uh, to Pixel Labs and Cedar Falls for hooking us up and engineering and producing this for us so we can still, um, because this is therapy for me. I need this. Because, Same here. You know, I think a week and a half ago when, you know, in my office, I was the one who um, made the decision, we're going to work from home. And I think in the back of my head, I had this rainbow and unicorn image, but working from home was going to be. It was, I could wear my sweatpants or my pajamas all day, and I can get a lot of work done. Because normally that's the case if I work from home. But my children are also in school and or daycare at that time. That's why I get a lot done. So I have four children between the ages of two and 11 who are home now. I'm trying to give the two oldest ones... um, their assignments during the day to keep them educated while entertaining a four and a two-year-old. I have so mm. many balls in the air. I, I can't even spell my name for you right now. I was similarly delusional when it came to thinking that working from home was something that I was accustomed to because I'm constantly on my phone and really available for my work 24-7. But the difference is When you five days a week, for me, I never work from home during most business hours. It's only in the evening. So for me to get up, get ready, go into work like you, there's that difference in that your family is not still with you. So it's tough because now you really are straddling multiple roles, but you're doing so more, you know, more so at the same time than what it would have been back when we were still in, you know, the job versus at home, not one foot in each at the same time. So it's been very challenging for me because I think I'm experiencing more mom guilt than what I ever do when I'm actually on the job. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. And I think every parent out there can relate. Why can't our children stay on school stomachs? (laughs) (laughs) I have never prepared so many meals in my life. And I have just, I, I've just been sitting back and watching the amount of food each and every one of my ch- like children go through. It's uncanny to me. <laughs> it's definitely uncanny. Like we have gone through probably like eight boxes of cereal. And I mean, they're even eating the nasty wheat checks that nobody likes to eat. <laughs> well, that's the crazy thing too, is when you think about having access 24 seven to your kitchen staying eating healthy staying on you know on track as far as our diet and exercise that's been a huge challenge then add to it the added layer of stress because those of us still working especially in the case of staff 
engagement where it involves a lot of unknowns. It's just been a very stressful time, which leads people like me to want to overeat. Uh, overeat. I'm fine all day until it's like nine o'clock and everyone's gone to bed, you know? <laughs> and suddenly, I, I mean, the other night, I swear to God, I was eating like meatballs, mayonnaise, and potato chips, like random combinations. I'm like, Am I, is this like after hours when I was in college? Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Totally. Right I mean, well, it's one. One thing that advice that I was given that I tried to heed was I talked to somebody before this shutdown officially started for me, which was Monday, because we were on spring break last week. So before Monday, a person who has a lot of experience working from home said to me, the key is you still need to simulate getting ready and you need to have a dedicated space where you go to do said work. And so I tried to get in that rhythm. So every day this week I have, you know, I've gone through some level of a routine of taking a shower or getting ready, but I started Monday with a little bit more makeup and a little bit more of a professional attire. And then by today I'm down to nothing, but maybe filling in my brows and wearing the casual, you know, sweat, the, athleisure wear that you see <laughs> like Kate Hudson airbrushed on Instagram donning. So that's how my oh. world has shifted in five days. I have I look like I'm a plus size model for Kate Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> I have used so much dry shampoo. I'm wearing some um, maternity velour sweatpants that I've had since 2007. That most comfortable <laughs> you know, pants in the world because my husband's still at work. He work, he's in banking. He's considered an essential employee. So he leaves every day. And when he leaves, it's like, he looks at me like, you know, I'm the, tri he's the tribune for hunger games and he's walking out the door for me. And I'm thinking, <laughs> leaving me in this hot mess behind. And it's, so I give him credit. He comes home. He takes, he does the best that he can, you know, for me, he comes home at lunch and during, you know, he takes a longer lunch so I can like pump some workout because it's difficult trying to run a number and doing everything. And we don't know this. And then to tell my kids, I mean, I've had several breakdowns. I've had several where, you know, my four-year-old was bawling because she just wants to go play with her friends and she can't understand why she cannot. Mm -hmm. so I'm my sure. heart is breaking for our kiddos because they have no idea what, what's going on? And I think I'm just the other, yeah. The, well, the other hard part is how much do you expose your kids, talk about it with your kids? Because if you turn on any kind of news coverage, it becomes paranoia. But at the same time, it's so bizarre when we both have loved ones in other parts of the country and, and the contrast is so stark. I mean, I've got you know, we know of many people here that are still, as in your husband, reporting to work. And right. then my sister-in-law is out in Bellevue, Washington, right adjacent to Kirkland, one of the original epicenters. And I mean, it is a ghost town in an area of Seattle that's heavily trafficked and populated. So it's such a stark contrast. And then my friends in New York, I mean, they've been shut down now for quite some time. And then the, the rapid spread there, it does, I think, sometimes make us in Iowa, where the population is so less dense, not as cautious or fearful because we just don't have the reality that they're facing. You know what? And can I talk about that? I don't want to offend everybody, but guys, it's not Black Friday out there. 
I drive by, like I went to go pick up some essentials from the grocery store and some of these big box stores, their parking lots are packed. Like it is Black Friday and they're trying to get, you know, the hottest new item. It is insane to me. Like wow. it's, I get that our state's not shut down, but I can't, I'm over people telling me that it's like the flu. I'm over right. telling me that it's not, well, that's because we don't have as many people who live here who live in, you know, New York. It is, get your head out of the sand. Agreed, because because until everyone, including more rural areas, abide by what is really strict guidelines, it's not going to get better, and we're not going to re- be able to resume normal life that much longer. Right, exactly, and that's what I just because I can't this you know this new normal. I do appreciate ha- like being around my kiddos more and spending some more time with them. Um, the juggling act, though, I'm not going to pretend that I'm some kind of superhero with a cape on. It is difficult, and I still have not mastered how to navigate it. I'm not. I don't even. I can't even ride the training reel wheels in this new gig, <laughs> so it is difficult. And um, I don't know if you've noticed this though on social media. Um, the mommy wars is like oh, that. Totally have heated up. Like, Infinity. Totally. I just said that the other day when I was shouting at my children and we were all so heated. I think yesterday we really reached a a point where we started getting on each other's nerves immensely. And so we just blew, I blew. And then I even made the comment that, you know, compared to what people are doing, I'm seeing other children doing on Facebook. You're, you guys are pretty lazy and aren't doing much. And then my husband said, we're not going to compare ourselves to people on Facebook, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I know people that, and to their credit, they're crafty people. I'm not. They're sharing, you know, macrame globes of from nationalgeographic.com. And then I'm over here mad because, you know, my, my son doesn't remember how to log into his Google classroom on his Chromebook. I mean, so there's just a huge level of unnecessary pressure and stress that I think sometimes we put on ourselves because of, like you described, this world that plays out on social media that we know does not a a total picture tell because those people are also snapping on their kids. Exactly. Because I hope everybody understands the pictures that most people, myself included, put on social media. It's the five second window of pure happiness. It's your highlight reel. It's your best (laughs) foot forward highlight reel. And you and I both know as ex-news people your highlight reel is only your best work, not all the crappy flubs that you made at the desk. Right. 99% of everyone's life, especially right now in this time we're le- living in, is a shit show. So mm-hmm. just remember that. So That's nobody, right. nobody is getting an award at the end of this saying that you were the best mom. My biggest thing is I want every parent to understand, just make sure your children are loved and feel safe right now. And you totally. answer questions that they have and all of that uncertainty, the best thing. If, you know, my kids are reading, I'm trying to have like creative writing. I'm trying to think outside the box. I want them outside. I want them running. I have zero plan, zero, but it's not even, it's not even just that too. It's, I have a lot of friends who I respect tremendously who are their stay at home moms. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten messages from my friends saying, well, now you know how hard it is being a stay-at-home mom. I'm not in competition with you. I couldn't be a stay-at-home mom. I couldn't. First of all, I couldn't afford it financially. I have to work. Second of all, I just, I just couldn't do it. But I'm not in competition with you. At the end of the day, being a mom, 
is the most important and the hardest job. So whether you work in the home or outside the home, I'm not in competition with that. I'm waving the white flag. If you want to, if you want to make it a competition, then you win because I'm out. Same. I already knew long before this COVID-19 forced quarantine that I sucked as a stay-at-home mom compared to my husband who has had stay-at-home dad duties as a teacher during many a summer. And so for me, I have leaned on him to take the lead on the schedule, the organization, et cetera. And then I'm the one holed up in the basement all day on my phone or my computer. But, But that's the difference right now in the demand of our jobs. But I'm telling you, I do, like you said, I admire and applaud those women that are stay at home because even if I could swing it financially, I don't have what it takes to be engaged and successful like my husband does. And so in this case, there is a gender flip where he is a natural compared to his wife. And so I don't mind yielding to him and saying, you know what, you're way better at getting some activity and exercise and other responsibilities in and forming some semblance of a schedule because I mean if it were up to me I'm taking calls and checking emails all hours of the day all day you know they will be in the bathtub three hours later with their skin falling off because that's how bad I am at keeping them structured and it's sad because you realize like you just described how hard that job is of being a mom because there are so many distractions you can't control when you're home the whole day right And I think it's interesting now, this is the first, and this is probably for you as well. This is the first national emergency, big national emergency where we're not on a news desk. Correct. And so for me, it's been, it's been an interesting shift because it was therapeutic for me when I knew that I was there for other people. When I knew I was connecting with somebody in their living room, in their kitchen during the dinner hour and letting them know, okay, listen, this is what we know. We're going to be all right. Just, you know, so it's kind of an interesting, I've always always there for everyone else in the community and this giant audience. And now all I have to do is be there for my family. So it's been an interesting shift during this. Well, and for me, I still have that accountability with being a communication director for a school district. So I still assume a lot of that same skill set of informing and communicating with that subgroup of people and really the wider community. But it's so different, like you described, because I'm not putting on, you know, makeup, throwing on professional work clothes and having to sit in front of a camera going into people's homes, I can actually be at home with my family and still engage in the work. So I am grateful for that because that's a life shift that when this quarantine happened for so many of us, if you have the kind of job like we do where we can work from home, what a wonderful opportunity when we can still be here and be present because of all the people that are having those emergency daycare needs. Yeah, that's that's what is interesting. Because right now, Tara, if you could see what's happening right now, I have my two-year-old on my lap who just woke up from her nap. She refuses to wear clothes, so she is in a diaper. <laughs> my four-year-old is to the left of me, also wearing minimal clothes, and she's playing on her tablet. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> I am. It's. I am the CEO of the Hot Mess Express, so all aboard. I love it. Well, I'm just, I'm just grateful that we both have come to that place where now we were somewhat forced to slow down and appreciate the blessings in our lives. And I think many people, when they look at this glass, glass half full, 
will come out on the other side of it and say, if anything, it taught me to value what's truly important, not some of the activities and the busyness that we had to forego. And so I'm just trying to hold on to that. And in the moments of frustration, when I'm over it, I'm hopeful that I can get back into that place mentally where I feel grateful because it's tough day in, day out when the days that used to be so quick and, and the weeks that would fly by when everything came to a grinding halt it's been a hard life rhythm to embrace. You know, I know you have to go because you have another thing coming up in nine minutes because that's how our schedules are now. We're working actually harder now that we're quarantined, but I definitely believe in divine intervention. And I believe that we've all been on the go. We all have kids who are in 18 million sports and we eat in the car. And um, I think the slowdown has really given me given me a reason to hit pause and say, you know, what's what's really like, I miss just seeing you face to face, you know, talking to my good friends, you know, and going outside or going into the, it's it's really the things that we did in frustration sometimes. And, Oh, just ticking off another thing on our list. We now would be appreciative to have the opportunity to resume some of that mundane of our life. Right. Right. Well, I know you have to go. This is the first of many, I think, quarantined episodes, but we appreciate everyone joining us. And I, I hope everyone out there stay safe, stay inside and, and don't look at it being stuck inside. Just look at it as you're being safe at home. Absolutely. Have a great week and we will get through this. Yeah, we will. All right, guys. 